from the hospital administration saying that some woman had anonymously placed a phone call saying that she just wanted us to know that he liked to do drugs before he went to operate. Oh, no. So I said, well, fine, send him down there. He was ordered to take a drug test, but he vanished for several days instead. Eventually, he was sent to a program for impaired physicians. But in 2010, that didn't bear mentioning to his future employers. Instead, Dr. Boop wrote, you will not find a harder working, more willing individual. And in recommendation forms faxed to administrators at Baylor Hospital, where Dunch first worked, another of his supervisors checked boxes marked excellent or good, except one for interpersonal skills. That he rated as average. There was another, even more important fact that Dunch and his supervisors didn't mention to his future medical partners in Dallas. The question of how much Dunch did in the way of actual surgery. The Dallas district attorney would later subpoena records from every hospital in Memphis where he trained. I talked to the spinal surgeon, Dr. Robert Henderson, about what I'd found. During your residency, can you give me an estimation of about how many operations that you performed or assisted with as a medical resident? Conservatively, 2,500. The records indicate that Dr. Dench had performed less than 100 operations during his training. What do you think about that? I, I mean, I'd say that has to be a mistake. I'd say that has to be a mistake. I mean, if you told me it was a thousand, I would say that that's not enough. It was less than a hundred. I'm flabbergasted. I, 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 that's, I'm in total disbelief. Never should he have been allowed out of a program if that's true. I mean, if you told me that he did a hundred craniotomies and he did a hundred discectomies and he did a hundred fusions and he did a hundred other types of procedures, then I would say, well, that's adequate. I reached out multiple times to speak to the doctors and administrators at the university. None would speak to me. The university attorney sent me a letter that concluded they could not because of, quote, statutory confidentiality and privilege provisions that governed the information regarding Dr. Christopher Dunch. In the aftermath of a shocking crime, people always ask why. Who would do something like that? Was it about power, ego, revenge? <laughs> 